Welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day, except for last week. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sure a lot of you guys are sick right now. Uh, came down with the flu last week. You guys, I promise you, did not want to hear me try to do a podcast with the flu. It was it was gross. So we're back this week. Uh, we have a whole new slate of episodes. A bunch of people have been posting their questions, which is awesome. Today, we're going to be talking about how to fairly split equity between you and your co-founder, especially when maybe one of you is putting in more work, maybe another one's putting in more money. You know, Building a startup's not free. Uh, so today, we're going to go ahead and talk about a very specific situation and see how we can go about helping uh, Bernard from Nashville, Tennessee, figure out what he should do. Today's question comes from Bernard in Nashville, Tennessee. He writes in, I just found a co-founder. Although we have not discussed extensively, he has hinted that a 60-40 equity split works for him. The only concern I have is that I will be funding the project out of pocket until we're able to find an investor. And I don't think that split adequately covers my cost. What are your thoughts on my investing money via an uncapped, no interest convertible note maturing at the first external investment? Is this standard practice? What do I need to consider before proposing this idea? Hey, Bernard, thanks for your question. It's a question we get a lot, actually. When you're talking about co-founders, it's very difficult to know what a fair split should be. And if you've listened to past episodes of the podcast, you've probably heard me talk about how a 50-50 split is not a good idea for two co-founders. Okay, And if if you want, you can go back to listen to some of those other podcast episodes that we did talking about that. Now, for your specific situation, okay, where it looks like you're going to be putting in a big portion of the money until you get some investment, the first thing you have to do is define how much that's going to be. It's not going to be enough for your co-founder if you do start the negotiation process for you to have no idea how much money you're going to be putting into the company. Okay, so you have to like put a number on it. You can't tell him, well, I don't think a 60-40 split is fair. I think we should do, I don't know, 80-20. And it's because, you know, I'm going to be putting in some more money. Well, the first question he's going to ask, just like anyone would be, well, how much money are you going to be putting in? You know, and it's a, it's a legitimate question. I mean, if you're going to be putting in $100 to buy a domain name and build a website, that's one thing. But if you're going to be putting in $50,000 to build the full product and he's going to be getting paid a salary to do it, then that's a whole different thing. Okay, So the first thing you have to do is, is put a number on how much money you're going to be putting into the company. And that can change, and that's fine. Uh, it might be a little bit more, it might be a little bit less, but at least you have a number that you can stick with and that you can go into the, those negotiations with. The second thing is, I don't know what this money is going to be used for, like the money that you're putting into it. Are you paying him a salary? And if so, that 60-40 split is not fair. Because I'm guessing from what you said, you're not paying yourself a salary. Like, Because obviously this money is coming out of your own pocket. So even if you were paying yourself a salary, you're kind of paying yourself back from the business, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? I mean, it makes sense maybe for tax purposes, but it doesn't make sense in terms of the negotiation because you're using your own money to pay yourself. So if they're making a salary, then that 60-40 split is also not fair. Okay. It should be a lot less than that. A 40% equity in a startup is a lot of equity. Okay. Especially for someone who's already getting paid a salary. If, if you are paying them a salary or even paying them anything, even if it's just paying them hourly, but if they're not making anything, that's where the kind of dilemma comes in. So let, let's just make some assumptions here based on Bernard's question. Okay. Let's assume that he's going to be putting in, 
you know, let's just say $10,000 of his own money. Okay. And he's going to be funding the startup himself. The co-founder who is interested in having a 60, 40 split, which I'm, I'm assuming also means that they're getting 40 and you, uh, Bernard are getting 60. Let's assume that's the deal that he sounds like he wants. Okay. Uh, and he's not getting paid a salary. Um, I think that's a little much. Okay. I mean, a, a lot of this depends just like you have to define how much money you're going to be putting in. You, you should also have him define how much hours he's going to be putting into the project. Okay. Cause just like the money, a hundred dollars is a lot different than $50,000. You know, an hour a week is a lot different than 20 hours a week. Okay. Especially if it's 20 hours a week guaranteed. So the fairest way to do this Okay, is to think about what it is that he's doing. Let's just say he's going to be the, the techno co-founder, the developer. Okay, and he, you are going to be putting in ten thousand dollars, and at his fair market value, what he would get, be getting paid as a freelancer or a full-time salary somewhere else. Let's just say it's forty dollars an hour. If the amount of hours he's going to be working on your project equates to that ten thousand dollars that you're going to be putting in, then that's equal balance right there, right? Because you're putting $10,000 into the company. He's not making anything, but he's basically putting $10,000 of his own work into the company. Then all things are equal right there, right? So right there, you're starting off at, I'm not going to say 50-50 split, but you're starting off on equal footing in terms of the negotiation process. Then what you have to determine if that is true, and let's just make that assumption that you're putting $10,000 in into the business. He's not making anything, but at his fair market rate, he's basically putting in $10,000 of his own time building out your app or whatever it is, right? So you have to start thinking of extraneous things that could factor in to who gets more equity. Okay, and these are things like, well, who's, whose idea is it? Who's going to be handling the operations in terms of day-to-day -day accounting, finance stuff? Who's going to be doing sales? Who's going to be doing marketing? Okay, Since you guys are both on equal footing, I'm assuming this. Let, I'm assuming you guys are both on equal footing for him putting in cash and you, or him putting in time and you putting in cash. Then you just start leveling yourself up with all the other responsibilities that you're going to be taking on. Sales, marketing, going out and talking to investors, creating pitch decks, creating business plans, you know, talking to customers customer support, all of that other stuff. If all of that stuff you were doing and he's not doing any of that, that's where you have the biggest leverage point in, in terms of the negotiation. Okay. So let's just say that you're taking all of that stuff. The only thing he's doing is building the product. And for his hourly rate, that's the equivalent of $10,000. You're putting in $10,000 of your actual cash into the business. Well, if you're doing sales and marketing and customer support and going out and getting funding and all of this other stuff, then a 60-40 split is not Right. Okay. It's not fair. He should be doing a lot more than that because you guys are starting off equally. All those other things you're adding to your plate is just making it where you own more of the company and you deserve to own more of the company. And I don't think all of that stuff is worth just 10 per, I mean, a difference of 20%, which 60 to 40, 20% difference. It sounds like from that scenario that I described, and I know I'm making some assumptions here, that it's probably more like 80 20 at the most, maybe a little bit less equity for them than that. Okay. And let's just say that you walked in and you offered 80, 20. If this person's really going to be a good co-founder for you, you should be able to negotiate with this person. And again, I talk about negotiating equity on one of the past episodes that we did. So I would go check, check out some of those and listen to those about how to negotiate anything really sales, equity, whatever. And you always want to start with a position that is more than what you want. So let's just say that you thought 80-20 was fair after you added all that stuff up. Well, I wouldn't go in at 80-20. I would go in and say, hey, I think you know 85-15 is fair. And here's why. You know, you're putting in $10,000 worth of your time. I'm putting in $10,000 worth of my cash. So we're equal there. But I'm also going to be doing outreach to investors, sales, marketing, customer support, blah, 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 blah. 
Okay, and then let the negotiation start. If he's not happy with that, then there's only two options that he has. Either he has to describe to you why that situation is not fair based on what he's going to be doing, which would be hard because you're using common sense and numbers you know, for this negotiation. Or what he can do, and ideally this is what would happen, he would say, okay, I understand where you're coming from, but I do want more equity. Why don't we do something where I take 15% now, I'll take this responsibility off your plate, this responsibility off your plate, this responsibility off your plate. And, you know, when we get to that point where we do raise that funding, then I want to go from 15% or 20% up to 25% or 30%. Okay. All of this is a negotiation process. If you're already afraid of going in and negotiating with who would be your co-founder, then you're already starting off on the wrong foot. You should be totally comfortable going in and stating a reasonable case as to why you think something is correct, because you're going to be doing this for the lifetime of your startup. And it all starts right now with negotiating this equity conversation. All right. And I think that would be fair if those assumptions were true, right? Like I know that, you know, in one paragraph, you telling me what your situation is, I wasn't able to glean a ton of information from it. I'm just kind of assuming some stuff here, but you can, you can see my thought process, right? So it should be easier for you to sit down now and start writing out. This is what they're doing. This is what I'm doing. This is his financial value. This is my financial value to the startup. Once you write all that stuff out, it's very hard for someone to argue with that. Okay. Now, in terms of your question about you know, uncapped, no interest convertible note, maturing at the first external investment. It's not standard practice, but I've seen it done a lot. I'm not going to say it's like a normal thing. Typically, you know, you don't go that complicated when you're talking about just a co-founder. Usually it's more of, hey, I own these many shares, you own these many shares. And here's your cliff, here's my cliff. So if you leave the company within a year or you don't put in the amount of work that you said you were going to put in, you know, you don't get that equity. If I don't do what I'm supposed to do, then I don't get my equity either. Okay. That's typically the normal process, but I don't think this is a, a bad way to look at it. I, I think that's fine. If he's okay with doing that, then actually this benefits you a lot because it's, it's all based on reaching that goal, which is your first external investment. Now I would want to make sure that when you're having this conversation, that their work aligns with reaching that goal. The most frustrating thing for anyone, an employee, a co-founder, whoever, is when their equity or their financial incentives are tied to someone else's goal. And if you're the person who's going out and trying to get investment and their equity is tied to you doing that, well, that's not fair. That's not fair for them, right? Because that's not their job. Their job is to do something else. Let's say their job is to build the first product. Well, then that means their equity should be tied to building that first product, not your success. It should be tied to their success, what you have defined as their success. And the same thing for you. Your benchmark should be whatever your responsibility is. You'd be very frustrated if somebody told you, I'll let you sporting uh, as an example, right? Like football. I, I watch football a lot. Let's say that you were supposed to get a bonus after you threw 40 touchdowns. That's pretty normal, right? That's all. That's you. The problem with that is let's say that your bonus was instead tied to the running back also getting 10,000 yards rushing or whatever, which is like a ridiculous number, but you get, kind of get the point, right? Like that wouldn't be fair because that you, that you aren't able to control that. That has nothing to do with you. I know, sure, the touchdown passes, you're relying on a receiver and the lineman to do the blocking, but still like you have some control over that. You have no control over a running back when you handing them the ball and then running up the middle and them not getting any yards, right? So don't go into the conversation tying the goals that you have and the equity that somebody would receive to something that is completely out of their control. Now, if it, if it is their responsibility to do the fundraising, then I think that's fine. But if it's not, then I wouldn't tie the goal to you being able to go out and raise that money. 
Thanks for listening to today's episode of Launch Chat. If you haven't already, we'd really appreciate a rating or review on iTunes. It helps us spread the word about the podcast. And the more people who listen to it, the more questions that we'll get to be able to help you grow your startup. And also, if you haven't already, go sign up for Launch Club, which is our free Facebook group. And you can find it at launchpeer.club. Thank you.